Hello, this is Supriti from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 4th of January. India reported 37,379 new coronavirus cases in the last 24 hours according to the health ministry, which pushes the country's active case load to 1,71,830. A total of 1,892 cases of the Omicron variant of the coronavirus have been detected across 23 states and union territories so far, out of which 766 have recovered or migrated, according to the Union Health Ministry's data updated today. India's current COVID tally now stands at over 3 crore 49 lakhs. 124 people have died because of the virus in the last 24 hours, which takes the country's total death toll to over 4,82,000. Today, Delhi's Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia announced a weekend curfew in the city in view of the surge in COVID-19 cases driven by the Omicron variant, Scroll reported. At a press conference, he urged citizens to not move out of their homes on Saturdays and Sundays, except in cases of emergencies. Sisodia added that under the new guidelines, government employees, except those engaged in essential services, will be asked to work from home, while private offices will function at 50% capacity. Bharatiya Janata Party's Telangana unit chief, Bandi Sanjay Kumar, was remanded to judicial custody for 14 days yesterday, Scroll reported. According to the Indian Express, he had been arrested on Sunday for breaching COVID-19 protocols during a protest. BJP members also entered into a scuffle with the police while protesting against his arrest. Karimnagar Police Commissioner V. Satyanarayana said that an FIR has been filed against 21 people under Section 51B of the Disaster Management Act and Section 188 of the Indian Penal Code for lack of physical distancing and not wearing masks during the protest, the News Minute reported. He added that at least 70 people were arrested and released later after notices were issued to them. Bloomberg reported yesterday that global coronavirus cases rose by more than 1 crore during the last week due to the Omicron variant of the disease. This number is nearly double the highest previous weekly rise in cases of 57 lakh recorded in April. In the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has said that the country's state-run hospitals will face considerable pressure in the coming weeks, AFP reported. Johnson said, and I quote, The Omicron variant does seem pretty conclusively to be less severe than Delta or Alpha. It is putting fewer people into the ICU, end quote. Globally, the coronavirus has infected over 292 million people and resulted in the death of 5.44 million citizens, according to Johns Hopkins University. The Assam government was ordered by the Guwahati High Court yesterday to give case details of all alleged gunfights since the Bharatiya Janata Party took office in May, PTI reported. The court asked Assam Advocate General Devjit Lone Saikya if first information reports had been filed for each of the gunfights, as required by law, during Monday's hearing. The judges also inquired if an internal investigation had been carried out. After Saikya stated that he lacked the necessary information, the court ordered him to present the material at the next hearing on January 11th. According to Live Law, a suit filed by Delhi-based lawyer Arif Chouadar claims that 28 people have died and over 48 have been injured in over 80 gunfights staged by the Assam police since May. Chouadar has sought the court to issue orders to book the policemen involved in these gunfights for murder. He also demanded that a sitting judge of the Guwahati High Court conduct a judicial inquiry into the shootouts 
as well as monetary compensation for the families of those slain in the gunfights. Jawadar has identified the Assam Police, the State's Department of Law and Justice, the National Human Rights Commission and the Assam Human Rights Commission as parties in the case, in addition to the state government. Mumbai police said today that the prime accused in the case of the bully buy application that targeted Muslim women in a fake online auction was detained from Uttarakhand, Hindustan Times reported. The accused is a woman and knew the 21-year-old engineering student who was arrested during the day in Mumbai following 10 hours of grilling. The arrested man, Vishal Kumar, was detained a day ago from Bengaluru. The police said that the main accused was handling three accounts related to the bully buy app. In a statement the Mumbai police said and I quote Kumar opened an account by the name Khalsa Supremist on December 31st he changed the names of other accounts to resemble Sikh names fake Khalsa account holders were shown end quote the Mumbai police and the Delhi police had registered FIRs in the matter and the website was subsequently blocked this case pertains to unidentified individuals uploading doctored images with comments targeting muslim women on a website hosted by GitHub Fake auctions were also held using the photos. The matter came into attention on January 1st when Delhi-based journalist Ismat Ara, who was targeted by the page, flagged it on Twitter. The website had listed the women for auction, similar to the banned app Sulli Deals, which had triggered a row last year. Separate charges have been filed by police in Noida and Delhi in connection with the Sulli Deals app, but no arrests have been made thus far. As you can see this isn't the first time that muslim women specifically have had to face such harassment there was a similar incident that occurred last year where a live stream on a youtube channel called liberal doge posted photographs of pakistani women saved without permission from their social media accounts the channel's audience then raided the women auctioned them off to each other and posted sexually charged comments on their looks and clothes my colleague prateek goyal profiled the man who orchestrated the entire act You can read his report titled Ritesh Chha aka Liberal Doge the man behind the live stream spewing hate against Pakistani women you can find the report on our website newslaundry.com while you're there you can also check out a report by Alpana Kishore on the Central Vista project this is the fourth part in a multi-part deep dive on the project this final part of the series looks at what the future of the project looks like given the scrutiny it faces today The report is titled Central Vista as New India it could actually end up being the really old India Reports like the one I mentioned require time and resources since News Laundry is an independent news organization we look to our subscribers to support us as we venture out to do these reports we are 100% ad free which means that we really do need you to have our back go ahead subscribe and become a part of the movement that keeps news free Yesterday the Supreme Court stayed an Allahabad High Court ruling that awarded bail to one of the key defendants in the Buldanshahar mob lynching case in which a police officer was slain during protests over cow slaughter in December 2018 the accused Yogesh Raj was ordered to surrender within 7 days by a bench of justices SK Kaul and MM Sundresh during protests over alleged cow slaughter in Buldanshahar district in December 2018 Inspector Singh and a local youth Sumit Kumar were killed in mob violence near Siana village. The bench was hearing a plea by Rajni Singh, wife of the deceased police officer Inspector Subodh Kumar Singh, against the 2019 Allahabad High Court order. The accused was granted bail under section 124A which is sedition 
and had previously been granted bail under parts 120b which is conspiracy and 147 which is rioting among other sections senior counsel sanjay hegde appearing for the petitioner said the accused had contested elections after being released on bail and had been arrested for allegedly threatening to kill someone who did not vote for him he also stated that charges in the case have yet to be filed yogesh raj's lawyer stated that there is no particular allegation that he was involved in the lynching of the deceased inspector the supreme court adjourned the hearing for 3 weeks while also requesting a report from the trial court in buldanshahar where the case is still being tried on how much time do they need to construct the charges and record the testimonies of the independent witnesses according to pti which cited police authorities a charge has been filed against 50 unidentified people in indore for protesting the arrest of hindu religious leader kalicharan maharaj the chatisgarh police detained kalicharan from madhya pradesh on december 30th after he insulted mahatma gandhi and lauded his assassin nathuram godse during a hindutva event in raipur earlier that month kalicharan's bail application was denied by a raipur court on monday according to ani Savita Chaudhary who is in charge of Indore's Choti Gwaltoli police station alleged yesterday that 50 unnamed members of Hindutva organizations Akhil Bharatiya Hindu Mahasabha and Bajrang Sena staged a protest and yelled slogans in the Regal Square without the administration's permission the day before she claimed that a prohibitory order issued by the district collector makes it illegal to hold demonstrations processions or dharnas in public locations without the administration's consent however chaudhry said that she was unaware if the protesters chanted pro godze slogans meanwhile aminul khan suri a spokesperson for the congress posted a video of the protest in which pro godze chants could be heard suri claimed that the police stood by and did nothing on the allegation of congress politician pramod dubey an fir was filed against kalicharan at tikrapara police station on december 26th the two day dharam sansad event over the weekend drew more than 20 religious figures most of them are said to have urged hindus to arm themselves and prepare for the foundation of a hindu homeland the gathering in chatisgarh came after a similar gathering in haridwar from december 17th to 19th during which religious leaders urged hindus to purchase firearms in order to slaughter india's muslims according to reports using satellite photographs from the region china is building a bridge over east ladakh's pangong so which could allow the people's liberation army to deploy troops quickly between the north and south sides of the lake india owns one third of the almost 160 km long lake while china owns the other two thirds The Indian and Chinese military agreed to withdraw soldiers from the lake's north and south shores in February 2021. According to the Indian Express, which cited unidentified sources, the new bridge is being built more than 20 kilometers east of Finger 8 on the lake's north side. The line of actual control is claimed by India to be at Finger 8, whereas China claims it to be at Finger 4. China is apparently building the bridge near Khurnak Fort, which is located around the lake's halfway point. China has a base east of Finger 8 whereas India has a permanent position at the Dhan Singh Thapa post near Finger 3 according to the Hindu the bridge which is around 25 kilometers ahead of the line of actual control is projected to become a direct access for Chinese forces moving between the north and south banks of the lake Indian and Chinese troops are said to have clashed in Arunachal Pradesh over the previous 3 months while discussions between the two nations to resolve the situation in eastern ladakh have failed 
China has been building a cluster of buildings in Arunachal Pradesh and various villages in Bhutanese territory near Doklam in Sikkim, according to satellite imagery. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.